Hello. Hi. Welcome to What's the Tea? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Art the Edgy. I'm Nick Dew. Is that what this is? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> what, are we, what are we doing? We're recording on a Wednesday. So that, I know. I'm a little bit discombobulated. Um, yeah. It's it's a Wednesday. I still haven't been able to give Beyonce my whole paycheck yet. Like, where is the link? When does the Icy Park drop? Well, I'm seeing all these Negroes. Getting a box. Where's my box? Beyonce, send Reggie a box. Ain't I a woman? You need to post the Duncan Love video. See if you can get that circulating again. And be like, this old ashy ass. A million views, Beyonce. Where's my fucking box? Right. Where where are my box? I got a big booty. <laughs> I mean, <I'm> <laughs> mm. Oh God. Um, no, it doesn't come out till Friday. So. Oh, okay. I saw people complaining about the prints, but like that white background with the old busy pattern, run it to me. <laughs> No, pattern. You have to you have to add extra syllables when something is that busy. It's a pattern. Well, I I mean my the the greatest athlete to ever walk this planet always pronounces the word with an extra a. Pattern? Pat? No, the word athlete. Oh, athlete. Well, if Serena Williams says it's athlete, then it's athlete. It <laughs> I for a hot second I couldn't remember how to say pattern. I was like, wait, how do you say it? No, it's pattern. Yeah, that I mean, it's, onoma- it's onomatopoeia. Yeah, we're done. Uh, athlete. I. Yeah, I mean, I. My my parents and God gave me a penis, so some of these bodysuits, it's not in my, it's not, it's not gonna happen. Girl, you better learn how to tuck and think on heaven later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, or just let the moose knuckles show. Everybody know you got a penis. <laughs> God, we're already already. We- like what's the dick right like, right <laughs> lord bring the vaccine <laughs> your daughter is thirsty well i already i i told i told you i'm ready for my microchip meetup so yeah but um yeah so i can't wear those bodysuits but like run me the run me the fuzzy coat run me that little caterpillar jacket run me the scarf run me the shoes Run me the little pleather looking shit. Run it all to me. I like that brown stuff. Too. Like most of that brown stuff. Let me look at it. I don't know why Google want to act like I'm Everybody looking for something me. else. Right. Like, oh, baby, I don't want to watch a um, video, Beyonce. That's all that's on the website is just this video. <laughs> Like, where are the clothes, ma'am? I want the images. I don't want to watch a video. Let me see. Can I turn the sound on? Um, okay. I This is a production, honey. Just show me the clothes, Giselle. <laughs> oh, this white um, with the blue stripes. Baby. Woo. And then the teal-like kind of color. Yep. I'm fucking with that. 
yeah, I don't think I'll be waiting in line to embarrass myself during this particular drop because I still haven't worn the shit I got last time because I don't go outside. I know. But this is cute. I wore my black uh, convertible jacket and I saw somebody with the the mask and we gave each other the the head nod. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the internet was like, did Beyonce get a BBL? And somebody was like, yeah, we just don't talk about it. <laughs> What's a, oh, BBL. oh, I was like, BBL, but I, I had to do the um, acronym math. Brazilian my- butt lift. Wait, we think she did? Yeah, they think she's had quite a few. Um, three. They said she had three, but I think you only really need to do it one time. I don't know. This pleather stuff is not very practical. Where are you supposed to go with that? That's the thing. It's like I'm not. I live in. I live in a metropolitan area. Um, I'm not wearing anything white because I will swing on people, and I just think that it's just not. It's not in anyone's best interest for that to happen. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll get the like black stuff. I really do like this this pattern, like the white with the like graffiti looking stuff. It's like lift tickets. Yeah. Is that what they are? Yeah. Adorable. Yeah. Okay. Well, since you want to refuse to put a fucking image, <laughs> I can't really look at the stuff. Yeah, no, I, uh, that's cute. Good job, Beyonce. Yeah. Uh, what's the tea? Ciao. I know we're not supposed to um, celebrate when people leave this planet. Oh. I know that it's in poor taste. Is it? But all I will say is live how you want to be remembered. I feel like I should read this headline um, because... It was perfect. It really was. Rush Limbaugh, the sex tourist and drug addict whose four marriages, mockery of people after their deaths, and overt racism and misogyny made him a beloved icon of American conservatism, is dead at 70. Hi. Um, black people called it, though, because there was a tweet a couple of days ago or like a couple of weeks ago that he had missed two shows and all of Black Twitter was like, oh, he finna die. <laughs> Not, oh, he finna die. <laughs> they were like, oh, come on, Jesus. Prayers down. <laughs> well, just like someone said, him dying during Black History Month is so clutch. That's funny. I like, you know, I don't feel no type of way about it. Because people are like, there's never a reason to dance on someone's grave. You know, like Chris Rock said, it's a reason to kick an old person down a flight of stairs. You just don't do it. Is it a good idea? I mean, and so this one person who all of Twitter was dragging for saying, like, you lose a piece of you by, you know, applauding someone's death or whatever. It's like, no, (laughs) Um, I'm sorry, but this person had a segment on his show in the 80s where they would play like this music and celebrate people dying from AIDS. Like, wait, I, what? Child. Garbage. I garbage just, mama. 
I I feel like you live by the sword, you die by the sword. If you in life were a horrible, awful person, you made fun of people in their death while they were dying. You should expect the same when you die. He also, don't, he don't know. He in hell. They don't have the internet. Speaking of conservative monuments uh, biting the dust, they demolished that man's hotel and casino in Atlantic City today. Amen. I got up and watched it. <laughs> Did you, were you aroused? <laughs> I, w- I was a little bit. I was like, ooh, roll that beautiful bean footage. Let me see it again. Ooh, they blew it up. Yeah. Well, apparently that's, you know, the only, <laughs> the only consequences and repercussions that will ever happen to that man for almost trying to literally overthrow our government. So, right. Fuck that. God dude. bless. Right. God bless. What's the tea with you? Um, I want to talk about the bachelor, but first we got a lovely email. We got a lovely email. Um, that I would like to read. They asked us to keep their name anonymous. So we will do that. It's Long, but I think um, appropriate to read the whole thing. Um, My name is, and I'm a huge fan of What's the Tea. I've been listening to the show since the end of 2016. Now that I'm, there's an age, I still find the podcast is a joy to listen to. (laughs) Wait, so you were a teen? I know, I know, I know. I I was like, how did you... How did you find this podcast when you were? I'm retroactively (laughs) embarrassed. Okay. Uh, I still find that the podcast is a joy to listen to. So I thought I should finally write an email to let you know how much I love and appreciate your voices on the mic. Your friendship is palpable and reminds me so much of my best friend and I. And you bounce so well off each other. You provide me with so much genuine laughter every other week. Your pop culture takes and understanding of reality TV are hilarious, but also very nuanced. I, too, love reality TV, so it's fun to hear other opinions about some of my favorite shows, like A&TM, America's Next Top Model. You've led me to watching shows like The Challenge, which I'm now obsessed with. You've also taught me so much about musical theater, which is great because my best friend is obsessed so it's nice to actually have something to contribute to the conversation whenever she's talking about Hamilton. You're welcome. <laughs> right. It's been interesting, but also disheartening at times because the UK is essentially in bondage with a soulless conservative government. To hear the similarities between the US and here in Britain where it, when it comes to politics, the treatment of black people, and more recently, the handling of the pandemic. I'm furious that it's looking like the former resident of the White House won't receive any punishment for the literal crimes he's committed. But that conversation is a whole other email. Yeah, he did not receive. Um, Not yet. Right. Right. I'm subscribed to the Patreon, so it's been lovely getting a double whammy of the podcast over the past couple of months. I know the pandemic more. That is fucking incredible. Pandemic more? That's it, forever. Yeah. A.K.A. the Peppa Pig. A.K.A. the Panic at the Disco. <laughs> A.K.A. the Ponder Replay. 
has been a nightmare for us all across the globe. But WTT has provided me with a much needed weekly dose of joy. So thank you so much for your fab content. Um, this is drag race stuff. So I'll skip that. Sorry, this email was so long, but I had to cram my thoughts about close to five years of listening to WTT in one message. I hope this message finds you both well. However, lots of love. Thank you so much. I I read that on the train platform when I like saw it. I was just like, oh my God. Yes. Thank you. Also, you, how did you find us when you were that young? Like, I feel so embarrassed for myself. Oh, Jesus. So, just a reminder, we do have a Patreon. It's www.patreon.com slash what's the teapod, all spelled out. $3 a month, you'll get our ongoing wrap-ups of shows. Currently, we're only watching Drag Race, um, America, as well as UK. And then $5 a month gets you all of those, plus any special episodes that we do. Music review for, for albums, movie reviews, special, like, we jumped on to talk about the insurrection, shit like that. Yeah. Um, we cannot promise that it's going to be weekly content over there, but we get to it. We get you over there. We definitely going to put something up there. Um, and when it's been a while, I've been known to cancel the payments for that month. So your whole $3, you won't owe us if we don't do shit for a whole month. But sometimes it's, you know, whatever. If you're looking for a way to support us, that's one way to do it. Cool? Yeah. Um, um, go ahead. No, I was just going to say to their email about consequences, I find it now that my former favorite locking niggas up black prosecutor is a little busy in the white house oh i thought you were talking about amy Um, klobuchar (laughs) no not my the top cop (laughs) um but have you seen fanny willis the fulton county district attorney who's like oh you was calling niggas in georgia oh they offices in atlanta Oh, bet. I got you. Um, so she's opening a criminal criminal proceedings bet. against the double the doubly impeached retiree, the senior senator from South Carolina, and uh, the former mayor of New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're so shook that the Georgia State Senate is trying to rewrite the Constitution mm-hmm. to not <laughs> to not make it illegal. Mm-hmm. Raggedy. It's raggedy. Why are they so scared of that of that poor man? That's the part that I don't understand. Like why everyone is so afraid of him. Like I don't like I mean, I, I always feel like I quote that Gabrielle Union clip, like, did you get the girl? Did <laughs> right. you win? Right. Did you get an extra McNugget? Like Whose life is, like, I genuinely mean this question. Right. And hopefully nobody who supports him is listening to the show. Otherwise, like, why? But thank you, I guess. Stay miserable. But, like, whose life has been better Mm -hmm. because of his presence in their life? Mm Mm-hmm. 
Like, not even his children. No. They look worse. I just, I hope that the criminal proceedings are going to be fucking popping. Yeah. I, I, you know, I mean, orange is already his color, so I think he would be well suited for a jumpsuit. Right. Like, I don't want no fucking fine, like, no, um, weekends. No. (laughs) Go to jail. Go directly to jail. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Well, because someone said, if it's a fine, that just means it's legal for rich people. Yeah. So, no. Uh Uh-uh. No, you you gonna catch that case. Mm, You're gonna catch that case. (laughs) (sighs) Okay, The Bachelor, The Bachelor, The Bachelor. Oh, God. Okay, so, like, not even really... Okay, you didn't watch it. Uh, sad for you. But I'm going to go ahead and spoil I, it. I have been meaning to catch a recap, but I, you know, the plantation has been really... I've been toting barges and lifting bales. <laughs> well, you're about to catch one right now. <laughs> um, basically, I really don't care about what happened on the show this week for the most part, like the the details of it. What I do know is I'm a little, like, con confused about the logistics of how everything works because next week is hometown dates which obviously they cannot do hometown dates because of covid i realize that they are staying at like the hugest resort i've ever seen in my life so did they just have like 10 families at that resort because i feel like at the top of this episode there were like nine or ten girls by the time the episode is over there are four Wait, th- this episode that just aired? Yes, because next week is hometown. So, like, again, the production is so heavy-handed that it is almost embarrassing how stupid they want the viewing audience to be. So we've got this episode that is the... Oh, my God. Wait, can I can I guess who's left? Sure. Well, I know Rachel because of all the fucking shenanigans. Uh, you mean Lady Antebellum? <laughs> She didn't know it was bad to go to a slave party in 2018. You mean racial Rachel? She didn't know that, yeah, like, the, the those cones, she thought those were um, traffic cones. She didn't know that they were clans <laughs> hoods. Hmm. Hmm. She thought the cotton was just from the, um, the Advil bottle. She didn't know that they were talking about slaves picking cotton. And, you know, I think that that's not just the only thing that she did. I'm pretty sure that she was, like, liking some MAGA content. Let me look. That don't surprise me. Anyway. uh, So, Rachel. Yeah. So, Rachel. Uh, mm, I'm scared because if you don't, if you say no, I'm going to just walk away from the computer you're you're you our fave live to fight another day okay michelle okay 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 <laughs> yes okay okay um serena c yeah um wow oh i'm doing good mm-hmm. and i'm not even cheating <laughs> <laughs> you you can see me um Oh, and the girl that looked like the um, Queen's Gambit girl with the big eyes. 
You know who she is? Who is she? Cynthia Rowley's daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew she said her mom was a designer. But not her. She didn't make it. She didn't. The last one is so obvious that when I tell you, you're going to be mad that you didn't say her first. Wait. Are there three brown women? Yes. Brittany? Brie. Oh, oh, right. Of course. But we'll, but we, what we will discover next week is all they mamas is white. Even Michelle. Michelle! <laughs> Michelle got a white mama. Oh, no! Michelle! <laughs> Our black queen! <laughs> No. Not that it matters. In a black womb. Oh, <laughs> Shut up. Not that it matters. Um, as well as claims that she bullied people in high school for liking black men. Are you kidding Did me? Did she go to high school with Heather from uh, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City? Somebody posted on her Instagram, girly, remember when you bullied me in high school for liking black guys? That's funny. Like, please don't ever come at me as a grown adult about some shit I said to you in high school. Like, girl, I don't remember that shit. I know you do, but I really don't. Who are you? Right. Chow cheese. Don't do that. Give me something I can touch. I couldn't tell, like, if someone walked up to me and said that I went to high school with them, I would just be like, I, who? Who? I'm very old. Like, although these children are young, they're, they're a decade younger than I am. Yeah. So, like, I bet they remember high school more, more recently than I do. Um, okay. So, as the video goes viral and Maddie is messaged by other people claiming they also experienced racial, racist behavior and bullying from Rachel either in high school or college. Oh, uh, so in college, she was openly racist towards black people. I remember her making remarks when they would try to get into bars in some place and how their kind isn't allowed. She bullied half her pledge class. Their kind? Child. And a girl literally ended up dropping out because of her. I was so close to putting up my own video about her because I hate the fact that she represented the school I went to. Unfortunately, she hasn't changed. Her and her friend group were a big reason I had to transfer schools. Ooh, thank you for making this issue come to light. I'm sorry for the hate you've been receiving, but I genuinely appreciate. So somebody on TikTok did a deep dive of her social media accounts with receipts concerning uh. on her activity. Screenshots allegedly of Rachel's account show cultural appropriation in photos, liking posts of Trump supporting friends wearing MAGA hats, sharing dangerous QAnon theories to her account, and more. Okay, I'm gonna watch this. Let's see, hopefully. <laughs> Here's Rachel Kirk Connell in 60 seconds. She's been known for liking racist pictures on social media, and if not racist, highly insensitive, <gasps> oh. as well as photos of her MAGA friends, although it appears she's much too privileged to vote. Her mom supports Republican Christian nationalists, and her dad seems like a Trump supporter who bullies people on welfare, which makes sense since he's a frequent donor to WinRed, which of course was created to try to help Trump win 2020. Their family is from one of the most racist counties in the country, so maybe we shouldn't have been surprised when we found out she was a bully in high school towards girls who liked black guys. And this happened to a lot of people. 
Her friend Haley tried to defend her until we found out she was a racist too. Up until a few weeks ago, Rachel's Insta was full of pro-police posts, and around the same time she never said anything about Ahmaud Arbery's death. She's also posted QAnon conspiracy theories from Prager, a site known for misinformation and right-wing radicalism. She's also frequently disrespected indigenous people through cultural appropriation, which her mom tried to defend by saying she had Indian ancestry and liked the movie Pocahontas. <laughs> these pictures from her parents' <laughs> Halloween party shows that it's really just on brand for the whole family. It's 2021. Let's hold public figures accountable for their actions. Okay, I'ma say this. Baby! I'ma say this. I think a lot of that could be like, this is a picture of my friend who happened to be standing in front of a Confederate flag at a party. Or this is another picture of my friend who looks cute, but one of the people in the picture is wearing Trump hats. So I'ma say like, after watching that, probably still... like, yeah, probably like 60% of that is reaching, but the 40% is very not good. Ugh, 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 ugh. My guess is he picked her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that's why all this is happening is because yeah. he picked her. Yeah, that's, that's my guess. She's not that pretty. It, I mean, she's pretty. She's as pretty as anyone who's left. Uh... Wow. That makes me so sad. It's bad. It's real bad. Like, I don't know. Uh, Okay, so this is what Reality Steve said, that she's being silenced by production. I mean, eventually she did come out with a statement, but like he yeah. thinks that, that this was a week ago. He thinks that production probably was telling her not to say anything. Um, the ironic thing, and so Reality Steve, for those who don't know, he pretty much predicts the winner of every season of like The Bachelor. I haven't read his stuff in several years because the people that I was watching the show with asked me not to because I was already watching as the cynic. and. Right already knowing the outcome made me even more cynical. So I was like, fine, I won't. But I think I'm gonna just go read his shit or listen to his podcast. Cause right now I don't, I don't, um, we don't talk regularly enough that I could be like ruining the show for them by knowing the outcome. Cause really yeah. I watch this show as a cynic. Like I don't love this show. I don't love nobody on this show. It's the only thing that I hate watch. And every once in a blue moon, Towards the end, somebody will get me and I'll be like, oh, this is really romantic and super kind of sweet. And I'm a little bit rooting for them. But that <laughs> rarely <laughs> happens. It's why right. I tend to not watch The Bachelorette because those outcomes usually are good. And I don't fucking see that. You're like, I don't actually want to get invested in these people. Right. Like the last season of The Bachelorette before Tasia's that I watched, I think was like, with Aaron Rodgers' little brother. <laughs> oh my God. At JoJo. Um, oh my God. I totally forgot about him. Yeah. So Reality C says the ironic thing in all this, as we wait for a statement from Rachel Kirkconnell, which she's wanted to do for weeks, but has not been allowed to by production, it's now Chris who should be preparing a statement of his own. 13 minutes of mindless drivel is inexcusable. It's true. <sighs> it's true. It's true. Un it's unacceptable. Yeah. It's un and like, and, and he went out, he put on his cape for that girl. Yeah. 
So Michelle has something to say. What, come on, what come on Michelle. Michelle says, we are the women of Bachelor season 25. 25 women who identify as BIPOC were cast on this historic season that was meant to represent change. The statement reads, we are deeply disappointed and want to make it clear that we denounce any defense of racism. Any defense of racist behavior denies the lived and continued experiences of BIPOC individuals. These experiences are not to be exploited or tokenized. Okay, the statement queen. Con- the statement continues. Rachel Lindsay continues to advocate with grace from the individuals who identify as BIPOC with this franchise. Just because she is the loudest doesn't mean she is alone. We stand with her, we hear her, and we advocate for change alongside her. Oh, yeah, he picked Rachel. Wow. Michelle, Michelle, but you know Michelle deserved better. Michelle deserved a man who could kiss her with her eyes, with his eyes closed. Yes. The other Rachel, Lindsay, says, it was never my intention to see Chris Harrison step aside, but it was my intention for others to hear and see this interview, she says. It's important to further and highlight these types of discussions. The only way to do that is to have these uncomfortable conversations so we can understand the underlying issues and implicit racism that exists within our society. When we can learn to recognize implicit and unconscious bias that history or our environments have taught us, then we can challenge one another to be better for ourselves and also for this society. Let's not label, let's not cancel. Here we but let's hold people accountable for their actions let's set the example in this generation so that we don't repeat the horrific mistakes from the past and so we can unify and be the change this country needs to make the society better for the next generation here's my issue i don't give a fuck about chris harrison all he gonna do is step away from the after the final rose this year and be right back next year I care that he was like super rude and white splaining and mansplaining to Rachel on her own show. Yes, I care about that. Do I think that he needs to be like removed from The Bachelor? I think the issues go much higher than Chris Harrison. Like you can't just be like, we're going to put a black guy on the show and fill the house with black women and not address any of the other problematic racism racism that has been permeated throughout all 25 seasons of the fucking show. You're not wrong. Apparently, uh, Clarendale is kicking it again, girl. Again? They they were spotted together. Holding hands. Child. I feel like, you know what? I'm never going to have any shame about my relationship choices anymore after these You shouldn't. You really shouldn't. Because it's here today, going tomorrow, back the next day. <laughs> Not here today, gone tomorrow. <laughs> back back the, the next, next day. day. <laughs> Speaking of which, um, is Kimberly still getting divorced to that man? I don't know them people. <laughs> I have both of them muted so far down on Twitter. I cannot tell you. I follow Kimberly on the Instagram, but she just on there in skins. Well, she she was talking about don't talk about my when it comes to my daughter. She said, uh, "How you gonna say North didn't paint this?" 
She was like, y'all are miserable. They are, Kimberly. Uh, I knew I had to stop scrolling when it said someone said that she was dating Van Jones, and I was like, well... Okay, right, I saw that. I saw that, and at first I was like, there is no absolute way that this is true, but I understand now why people made those assumptions. Cause you they, do? Yeah, because they're working together on like getting people out of jail. She works on that with him. Sure. So they've definitely been spotted together, I'm sure. But it was probably like, here's the thing. I'm not even going to say it's it's far fetched that she would date Van Jones because after dealing with oh cuckoo Kanye for these last few years, I imagine Van Jones would be exactly the type of nigga she would be with after. His old corny ass. So corny. He's the worst. I'm so glad all those women on The View fucking drug his old duck ass. I can't stand him. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I really, I really loved. She was like, so how are black people supposed to trust you? Baby, how? How? Because, hmm? My God. Talk about it. Um, what else is what else is the tea? What's going on in your neck of the woods? Did you watch Malcolm and Marie? Sorry, I I think you cut out. What was that? <laughs> Why you have beef with Malcolm and Marie? Yeah, I just I it's just whenever you you said why do you have beef with and then like the line goes out. What yeah, is just, the what are what issues do you have with it that you don't want to discuss? <laughs> no, I have I haven't seen it. I've heard um a lot of opinions. I think you should watch it. <laughs> okay. I will watch Malcolm and Marie, and I want you to watch There's No I in Threesome. That's fine. That's already on my list. Okay, great. Yeah, no. Fantastic. Yeah, no. And I'll, and I'll meet you on the Patreon. Yeah, I, I honestly, like, I'm a little sensitive when it comes to Zendaya, obviously. What do you mean? Just the, I, I'm protective of her. Oh, oh, that's what you mean. I was like, uh, not too much. Yeah, no, I'm protective of her. Um, I definitely don't know her. We're not friends. I worked on a show with her when she was a tiny baby. She would not know me from a fucking can of paint. But like just being in the Bay Area as she was coming to her rise in stardom and getting that show on Disney and having her... I think we were doing Cinderella when her single was on the radio or whatever. Like, it was. There's just a lot of, like, hometown pride for me as it pertains to Zendaya. And I remember when Twitter used to make fun of how she dressed and all that shit when she was 17. I, I do not forget that shit. So for me, like, I want her to do well. I want her to be successful. And I, I also think that there's a lot of noise on Twitter whenever a movie comes out and... Our friend Roderick said it more eloquently than I'm going to say it here right now. But all these people who are shit talking Malcolm and Marie going to be the same motherfuckers mad when they get snubbed for all the awards next year. So miss me with all of that. I think a lot of the noise on Twitter is noise. And I don't let those people sway me one way uh, or another about what I will like and don't like. If every single person is hating it, I probably will leave it alone. But the critiques that I saw of it, I was like, I'm going to watch it. Um, it felt like watching a play for me. 
which I think is probably the issue that most people have with it because sure. you just have two people on screen. It's very play. I don't have any particular feelings one way or the other about Sam's work, really. Uh-huh. Um, and I, the critiques that I saw were like, you could tell a white man wrote this. I'm like, okay. Um, but just because these are black people that you don't know don't mean that these aren't black people. Yeah. And you and I both know that any script, especially a newer one, you can, you have a little bit of say so as an actor of like, I don't really think a black person would say it like this. And like, you can have a discussion with the director, with the screen, with a a playwright for a new work to make it work for you. Um, The issues that I had with it are very like academic and we could discuss them after you've seen it. The first time I saw it, I was like, I don't know if, John David is a terrible actor or I just hate his character so much um, (laughs) (laughs) that I'm having a hard time with it because it felt to me a little bit like that. the biggest annoyance I have whenever I see a piece of theater or a movie is somebody sounding like they are saying lines. Yeah, Um, And it felt a little bit of that for me. But after I watched it, I could not stop fucking thinking about it. And it was visually stunning. The music is incredible. And so, like, after a week of talking about it and thinking about it, I thought myself into a rewatch. And on the second viewing, I absolutely loved it. Really? Yes. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. Okay. Great. I can't wait. Yeah, I I feel like bandwidth has been... A little low these last couple of weeks. Sure. Um, but fuck it, I might watch it tonight. It's triggering as fuck, I'm going to tell you right now. Like, Oh, Lord. If you've ever been in a bad relationship. Well, it's been my time. Don't turn your head and look at me like that, motherfucker. That's rude. Have another glass of whatever you're drinking before you watch it is my only suggestion. You are being very loud. <laughs> and I don't need it. Are you drinking like straight vodka? What are you drinking? Um. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) It's Sprite, (laughs) y'all. I'm like, this alcoholic ass bitch got a clear, clear liquid in a glass. What an ice, (laughs) ho. Oh, Jesus. No, it's just Sprite. I just think Uh, that this is one of those things that you should just not listen to everybody, including me. You don't have to like it because I liked it, but I think that you should watch it. I Well, I heard, you know, I don't really pay, I don't really give too much credence to what I hear on Twitter.com backslash niggas because I'm rarely there anyway. Some theater, like theater people said... Uh, a, a variety of things, and and actually, there was I was at a Zoom birthday party because all the birthday parties are just going to be on Zoom for fucking ever. Yes. Um, and there was like a whole it was like a thirty minute discussion about the movie. Yes. And like half the people loved it, and half the people were like, "Yeah, I couldn't get five minutes in," and I was like, "Oh my god, five minutes!" And Jesus. like, no shade, but I feel like theater people are bitter in general. <laughs> Well, they weren't all actors, to be fair. I didn't say that. I said theater people. (laughs) Is what I said. 
um, and especially right now that hardly anybody's working, I could see that being like overwhelmingly the issue is like it it's the reason why I don't give a lot of credence to shit that I hear on um Twitter because it somebody said Twitter is full of people with like, oh, I know who it is. You don't even have to type. I already know. Um hmm. I I feel like Twitter is full of people who are like not yet discovered screenwriters or like failed screenwriters. Like everybody who hates on some shit on Twitter, I guarantee they have a fucking screenplay somewhere on their computer that nobody wants to read. But I'm I'm not saying that no one is allowed to not like it. But what I'm saying is black people were hating on it. And I feel like that that's generally counterproductive especially when like a day before they were super mad about who got snubbed for the golden globes i know i know yeah like keep it in the group chat the weekend that somebody's movie comes out is not the time for y'all to be like this is bullshit the weekend someone's movie comes out yeah i I mean i I feel like keep it in the group chat we need to get that we need to doggo we need a new (laughs) t-shirt design we coming to you because like for real, keep it in the group chat is absolutely like words to live by. How many people would not get canceled if they just kept it in the group chat? Well, and that's the thing too. It's like everybody is like, I feel like I'm entitled to my criticism. Well, can I critique your criticism? Because I feel like it's based in the fact that you're a fucking hater. <laughs> and not everything is valid critique. Some of it is just niggas hating. I mean, it is it's likely it's likely just niggas hating uh likely i also did watch judas um and i can't remember the rest of the title of that long the black messiah yes i thought it was great people are also complaining about that what they complaining about that they wish they would have cast younger actors because fred was only 21 and bill was like 19 at the time which I come from the era when grown ass people was playing high school people in Greece. For like, have you seen anything? At, like, it's not a documentary. Use your imagination. It's acting. I I played a seventeen year old off Broadway when I was damn near thirty. Right. <laughs> like. It's acting. Right. And the actors that they cast were excellent. Yeah. And this isn't the time to do some experimental people we've never heard of before casting. Like, this is a movie that needed a name or two. I I agree. And and I, as a person who is not an, a name yet, um, I, well, I don't actually know that I want to be that famous, honestly. Um, it comes with a lot of shit that I see in, in other people and I don't want, I don't yeah. have space for. Anyway, I, I feel like in order to get the movie produced and to have a conversation about the movie, like they needed the draw of, oh, the nigga from that, oh, right. and the nigga from that, mm-hmm. like, oh, it's, it's, it's the get out niggas. Like, right, it's and it's not even to get the, mov- the, the box office, it's to get the movie made. Yes, mm-hmm. it's to get, it costs a lot of money mm-hmm. to make a movie, mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of money. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm really excited. I'm really, really excited. It was really good. And like, you know, my Daniel Kaluuya Lord adoration. Jesus. 
Do you need do you need a minute? So like he doesn't look at all like Fred, like at all. Yeah, of course not. But Fred had a thing. And Fred's thing was his dimples, like his mouth area. He was very um uh I think Are you close enough to a dead man? Don't I always? I feel like that's <laughs> sort of my gig. Um, I feel like he was a very attractive, charismatic young man, but for me oh, it was, was like yeah. his dimples, his mouth. Daniel, it's his eyes. It's his yeah. fucking eyes. And there is one scene in particular where I was just like, okay, I'm just going to crawl inside myself because I will never love a man that's beautiful. And he loved me back. That's a lie. Truth. Truth. That's a damn lie. Uh, no, you're right. <laughs> um, so stop lying. Um, but I thought it was really good. Yeah. And usually I, I, I have an issue with the movie. I'm like, oh, it was too long. The pacing was off. And I just came away from this like, nope, this was it. I also wonder, um, what was I going to say? My whole brain just like. Drunk off that Sprite. I didn't say that's all that was in here. Um, <laughs> uh, wow, it's really gone. It's super gone. I'm excited. Oh, oh, that's what I was going to say. I think also part of, of why I haven't seen it yet is because, like, I did a, a play that, like, particularly spoke about th- this event in American history, mm-hmm. spelled, of course, with three Ks. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I'm <laughs> holding off. <laughs> yes, that's fair. No, that's fair. Well, also, I knew it was because I played Bill. Yes. I was just like, I don't think I want to watch this right now. And I was, I already, I already knew it was going to make me mad. But like five minutes into the movie, I was like, just in light of the events on January 6th, I'm like, really? Because not even as far back as fucking 1969, any of the BLM people who emerged from Ferguson and, and the stuff that happened after that, like the FBI is still in the knocking on niggas doors business. I mean, you know, I think it is, it, it sometimes I get, not sometimes regularly. I'm frustrated about where we are and how slowly things are moving and, and like all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. I, I feel one sort of like certifiable way that we can chart our progress in in American history again with the three K spelling mm-hmm. is to look at Cory Bush and to look at Senator, sorry, Representative Cory Bush mm-hmm. and Senator Raphael Warnock, mm-hmm. and that they were arrested, they were jailed for their participation in nonviolent protest against racial injustice. And like less than five years later combined, they are now elected officials. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think like that it, it's a tiny bit of progress, but they were both victims of police brutality. They mm-hmm. were both both victims of like militarized police force. And, you know, thankfully there have been some changes in the FBI, but like the FBI killed Fred Hampton. Like right. the, the Black Panthers, were the number one public, like the number one threat to America in the 60s while we were engaged in an actual international and pointless, might I add, war. Talk about they were it. worried about niggas 
giving motherfuckers grits and making sure they got home safely from police stops and making sure women had fucking health care. Right. That was the that was the number one threat to America. Right. Right. Well, yeah. niggas, niggas in berets and powder blue shirts. Well, because they were uniting with angry, poor white people and angry Latino people. And the minute you get all of us to realize that our enemies are not each other, our enemy is the government, our enemy is the system, they have a problem because it's too many of us for them to take all of us on. It's the same thing that's happening right now with like all of the violence against Asian Americans. There's all of this like, well, y'all never cared about our stuff and there's so much anti-black racism in America. Like, yes, but right now, it's not the time for that. Right now is the time for us to look within each other's communities and see how powerful we are when we unite. And yes, there is anti-black racism in Asian American communities. There is anti-Asian prejudice and racism in black communities. Yeah, you know why? Because it's an after effect of white supremacy. Hello, hello. Everyone is everyone is just trying to position themselves so that they're not at the bottom of the fucking totem pole. It's the, it's the reason, and you know, there's always truth in all these jokes, but like, I can't remember Chris Chappelle or Dave Rock or one of them niggas was talking about from September 12, 2001 to like, I don't remember, black people were like, oh, thank God it's not us anymore. Oh, shit. Right. You know, like there, there are jokes in that because it is true. Like we are all just fighting white supremacy. Right. Right. Absolutely. Um... Well, I'm gonna I'm watch it. I'm gonna watch it. So, okay, y'all, if y'all if y'all are subscribing to the Patreon, you about to get a few things because Nick the Jew also hasn't listened to Hotels yet. I don't um, need you to be promising people what they gonna get. We barely can get the regular show yeah. out every week, so let's just say we're gonna watch these things and we might talk about them on the regular show. Let's, they're coming this year. Let's make the promises that we can keep. <laughs> This year, you will get recaps of those. And if you want to talk about hotels, you should pick somebody who has listened to hotels and talk about it with them. Don't let me you know, stand in the way. You know, I don't want to talk about anything I love with anything with anybody other Child, than Child, don't do me. <laughs> want to get the review out, get it out. Don't let me be no, the reason. I want to talk about it with you. I don't care about any of that other shit. I want to do it with you. Whatever, drunk ass. Um. I took vows, okay? <laughs> In that in that dusty ass dance room in Berkeley, California, in 2013, when them nosy ass kids kept coming in and out of the room, we were trying to do our show from the dance studio. They kept coming in. Sports. 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 Go ahead. Um, I am gonna abstain from commenting until we record our next episode, but I'm. Feeling great, feeling good, feeling good, feeling great. How are you? I feel like Naomi should lose on purpose. <laughs> For the culture. Uh... <laughs> like, I understand we are living in these unimpre- unprecedented times and anything can happen. I'm a living testament that your life can change on a fucking dime. But I'm going to say this with all good intent. Like, Naomi, you so young, girl. You could do this any other time. Like, just let her win. Let her get 24. 
I think you mis I think you mispronounced twenty seven, but yes. What's the other ones? Twenty. The other lady has twenty four. I want. I want. I want her to get mo past it. Oh, she only has twenty. Serena has twenty four right now. Serena has twenty three. That's what I'm saying. Mar- I want. Get, I want to get Serena to twenty four. Oh, you're saying twenty seven is the number you want her to get. Oh, yeah. Okay. Greetings. Yes. Yes. Those are those are the, those those are the words, Valentina. Just in case you didn't. Know. But like, just <laughs> lose, sis. Don't make it obvious. I okay. Here's what I will say. It, it does very much feel like a win-win, and obviously, whoever of the two of them wins that semifinal, they're gonna fucking walk the dog on them other two gr- girls in the final on Saturday. Yeah. The first time they played, Serena was literally still nursing. Yes. That match at the U.S. Open, I... Now, listen, I'm going to get my foil hat, and I will be on this hill until the day that I die, but if that man did not interfere in that match and make all those calls, I don't know that Serena loses that second set. Mm -hmm. And I think, obviously, she was really fucking nervous. Mm. Um and they haven't, and, and the last time they played in 2019, Serena beat her in straight sets. So right. I'm actually like, I'm not feeling particularly uh, stressed about it. Uh, and in her last match, Serena played the number two player in the world and she beat the brakes off that hoe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. Mm-hmm. I think she's looking good. Somebody was like, okay, slow Joe. But she is like running around the court, making these girls throw rackets and with no fines. Right. Um, right. Oh, she was mad. Hose was mad. Mad. Mm-hmm. Venus got her good uh, yakky wig sitting mm-hmm. in his hands. Um, so I'm, I'm going to be here to watch two great black women athletes uh, play each other. And I hope that Lady Mama wins. Amen. Amen. Um, pitchers and catchers report today. Oh, you're talking about baseball. I was like, yeah. girl, it's a it's a it's, it's a, a pandemic. It's a pandemic more. <laughs> Ain't uh, nobody out here busting it on <laughs> grinder. But I have no ounce of joy in the upcoming season of baseball. <laughs> Marcus is gone. Chris Davis is gone. Like, I don't even, like, I'm, like, I'm just, I don't know, like, why even care? I don't know. Uh, I thought about maybe the Nationals, if I root for them, but they, I mean, Sean Doolittle gone. Maybe, why not? I don't know anybody on their team either. If uh, Bryce No Lip still on the team? No, 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 no. He been gone. Where he at? He been gone. He went to the Phillies like two years ago. Oh Jesus! Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I'm just cross my fingers and hope for the best and hope, like against hope, that I get to see live baseball once this season. That would be nice. Yeah, I feel like. Well, uh, Uncle Joe and them was talking about, he and he spoke with his whole chest. He was like, 
Now listen, y'all. I'm not gonna over over promise y'all motherfuckers nothing because I saw what y'all did to Barack. Here's what I will say. I feel very motherfucking confident that we can get everybody two shots in their arm by July. Everybody who wants one. Yes, everybody who wants one, two shots in their arm by July. Now, if y'all want to do that, uh, um, Johnson and Johnson, <laughs> one shot and pray about it. Right. Um, <laughs> good. Good luck to you. I wouldn't. I would not be opposed to taking the Johnson and Johnson shot. It's still. 85% effective uh, and 100% effective against death and serious. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, so. Exactly. So that that's the that's what's most importantly um and you don't have to schedule those appointments. It is it was really scheduling like it was prohibitive to have to like worry and get up at seven o'clock every morning and and you know blah 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 but yes I, I, I have confidence that we will be seeing baseball before the season is over. Right. I hope so. We might even go to a game together. I know. That would be nice. Maybe. Um, I don't really have a meanwhile on Twitter. I do know that Rush Limbaugh died and somebody was like, it's really like his body is not even buried and look at the Dems dancing on his grave. And of course, black people came through with several dancing gifs. <laughs> Several. Several. Like I don't like I don't care what you do, one way or another. You mean dancing like this? Yes, all hey, of it. Hitting she the ready. Like I don't care what you do. I don't care if you dance on his grave. I don't care if you celebrate his death. I don't care if you don't. But what I do care is why is Rush Limbaugh the hill you want to plant your flag on? For real. Like, of all the people, like, I could understand there being a intellectual debate on John McCain. Eh. I was literally just about to say, I was just about to say, I was like, his ass is looking up on us today, too. <laughs> Every time they put him in one of them pictures in heaven, I'm like, mm. I was like, I don't know if they have clouds in hell, y'all. <laughs> is he um, up there? I mean, I have, you know, like, obviously he was a war, he was, I almost said a war criminal. I mean, he was a war criminal. I mean. Um, he was captured and and escaped with his life. And I appreciate that he did the bare fucking minimum and shut down that, the blatant anti-blackness and Islamophobia about President Barack Obama when he was Senator Barack Obama. Um, but. Uh... Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Absolutely very that very that um somebody is keeping track of the twitter like what do they call it man of the day some shit like that january it was bean dad can you believe bean dad was only january I'm a, I still didn't fully understand what the fuck that was. Nothing, child. Nothing. <laughs> um, and February was our girl, Tessica, uh, Gorilla Glue. Gorilla Glue. Why is some some dumbass was like, well, let, let me put Gorilla Glue in my hair and see what happens to me. Like, you're a fucking idiot. He looked a whole mess. I think that I think that person with the purple hair was using she her pronouns, but oh, sorry. in any in but in any case, they looked a whole clown. Yes, that's my bad. I didn't. All I saw was one video of the person well, trying to get a comb through their head. 
I read an article and kept referring to someone as she, and I was just like, who are you, who are you talking, talking about? about? Yeah. Yeah, because none uh, of the posts were from their account. It was somebody else. So that's my bad. However you identify, you're dumb. <laughs> you are a duck-ass person. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, people were turning that, like, like the woke out is so fucking exhausting. People turn that into, like, an infantilization of black women. I'm like, can a stupid person just do something stupid? <laughs> have we out? Y'all, y'all go woke yourselves out of a fucking laugh. <laughs> right. Like, have are we that far that we can't be like, that was stupid as fuck. You're a 40-year-old woman. Why the fuck would you do that? She's 40? Child. And she has a daycare. I know one motherfucking thing. I know where my baby wouldn't be going any longer. You don't have a good there. sense not to put glue in your hair. You not watching my baby. <laughs> you not watching my fucking porch. Not one thing. But like, good for her. It seems as she's coming away from that situation with hair. Um, which is great. And her life. Praise God. Good, yeah. Wait, she was gonna lose her life? I mean, I mean, like chemical burns, poison, all that shit. Like they had to put her under to get that shit out. God, I just want to send my prayers out to any of our listeners who are in Texas. Hopefully, by tomorrow, your power will be restored. Like this is ridiculous. Did you see that that tweet I sent you? Uh uh. It's really terrifying. Um, I, um, Zaddy uh, O'Rourke was on the news. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's been a long time since I've been outside, okay? No, nigga. No. <laughs> I was like, ooh, Beto. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I think he said the F word at a, um, a rally <gasps> one time, and I was huh? Beto said the F word. Oh, like I thought I I thought you meant oh, a, hell no cigarette emoji. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the people that I follow on Twitter for that shit because somebody I follow kept posting that cigarette emoji and I was like I don't know what the fuck this means. And then Stolen. when I figured that shit out, I cackled Stolen. for like three hours. <laughs> You mean he called somebody uh, Maricopa? (laughs) (laughs) No! Not a butterfly, but yes. Um, But he was like, I'm so fucking proud. And I was just like, oh. Mm -mm. Anyway, he he dragged all the people. He was like, this man is lying, talking about it's the Green New Deal, but wind and solar energy are outperforming coal. Mm-hmm. So now y'all pumping poison in y'all lungs, and he's selling y'all motherfuckers out to the damn uh, energy lobby. Because mm-hmm. y'all want to be doing all this fracking, but you can't do nothing with no electricity on. They are dummies running the state into the ground. 
They don't have no plows. They don't have no nothing. Oh, all this motherfucker do is steal people tweets and repost them. I um unfollowed him many moons ago. I'm <laughs> I'm gonna find you the original poster. Oh, I was I was just here for the content, not for the the creator. No, but this is what he do. Like this is his whole Twitter timeline. It's just taking other people's shit. I'm like, okay, bruh. Is his last name King? <laughs> Chow, jeez. It's just like it's. And then there was this weird thing happening on Twitter that I feel like was misdirected anger from the people from like California and Miami who would like post screenshots of their 85 degree Thanksgiving while we're all freezing and shit. People were like laughing at the people of Texas. And I'm like, that's, it's just not funny. It's not funny. Like I mean, what, what is funny? It's not their fault that right. they voted for Republicans. Well, but a lot of them didn't. And so the Democrats are supposed to take the ire as well? Yeah, the Democrats, I mean, in the governor races, most of them did. I also think it's also hilarious now that people are just now understanding what understanding what gerrymandering looks like. Because how your district look like this. Right, right. That don't work. But I don't, I mean, like, even people who voted Republican, do they? does that mean we get to laugh at them while they freeze? Because, like, it's just very insensitive to freeze. me. It's very, it's it's very, very insensitive to me. And so it was like all these people, like, I laughed when there was, like, a three-point-something earthquake over in North Carolina. And, like, the meme was... A lawn chair. It was like a lawn chair knocked over, and it was like the damage from the earthquake. Now, get this. It's not funny because if you've never felt the earth move, that shit is fucking terrifying. But after it was over and there was like absolutely no damage, I got a good fucking giggle. But this shit here, like people like freezing to death, what an awful way to die. It's terrible. It's terrible. And like, you know, again, in in a country with so many resources, how we can just deny the humanity of the of the unhoused is is like it's just really weird to me. It's really weird. Yeah. Uh yeah. Also, uh what the fuck? Pipes bursting in that water freezing. Like to me, the people of Texas, Louisiana and the like they get the weather. I'm not going to give them anything about any weather-related event. They've been fucking through it as far yeah. as weather goes. That shit is not funny. So if you're listening to the show, you're Texas, Louisiana, you're not with power, God, I just really hope you're able to stay warm and entertained and that you're with people you like. I mean, imagine having to choose between freezing to death and going to a warming center and possibly getting COVID. Yeah, it's just... Oh, God. I mean, thankfully, there are, like, national mask mandates and, like, national... There is there is finally national strategy about mitigation of the, the virus, but, like, what a mess. Yeah. Yep. Please stay safe, y'all. Yes, we love you guys. Uh, that's it. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, Pastor. This is the day that the Lord has made. But it is not the day for you to try it. I can't believe he didn't fucking pick Michelle. We don't know he didn't yet. <laughs> he better not. I hope he fucking recorded four endings like RuPaul and is just going to play right. the other ending. <laughs> right. A- amen. <laughs> Bye. Bye.